0: We're chatting AI and retail, which is pretty exciting stuff. We certainly are. So, AI in general is, I think, creating larger gaps in competition for the future of retail and the future of a lot of other industries. Um, You know, you're seeing AI elevate companies, create better efficiencies, um, and... Really changed the game, especially for the big players, and this is no different in AI or excuse me in retail. Uh, Juniper Research found that global spending on AI is set to reach 7.3 billion wow. by 2022. So this is just AI in general. Okay. It's <laughs> it's popular. Clearly, businesses want to invest. Mm-hmm. Um, And so you might be thinking, how might AI be used in retail in an effective way? How is it already being used in retail in an effective way? And I want to play a quick clip here with H2O.AI's Sri Ambati. He's their CEO. They're one of the leading um, AI democratization platforms out there. And he gave some thoughts on CNBC on uh, basically where AI will be useful in retail and how it's already useful. So 10,000 products go on sale for Labor Day weekend coming up and you want to know how to price them, and how to change them, how to cost, personalize sales for every one of the customer consumers. And I think uh, in, the, in this fast, like competitive markets, global markets, you want to price them well, you want to place them correctly. Um, and the supply chain, uh, we, are opti- we are optimizing supply chains for perishables as well as goods. We're we optimizing uh, bonds, pricing of bonds, especially corporate bonds, you want liquidity, uh, and you want to chase that liquidity with the right pricing. I like what he brought up there about the pricing. It's, right. it's cool that we're seeing AI come in and in a predictive way be able to adjust pricing for products to match consumer demand, to match the supply, to match kind of the, the global supply chain mm-hmm. of that product and of competitors' products. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point of view. And um, I remember when uh, Jerry Mecca was here a couple of weeks ago, uh, and he talked to us. He was the uh, vice president of IT and things like that at uh, Dr. Pepper Snapple uh, for a long time, a guy that was really well-connected and uh, knew a lot about just the growth of AI in that retail-type space. And one of the things he talked about was using AI for predictive ordering, right? So knowing what a company needed ahead of time based on what they've done seasonally over the last several years, being able to anticipate needs. That way, you're more efficient. That way, you're you're able to meet demand quicker, easier, and hopefully cheaper, You know, and and that sort of thing. So uh, that, to me, is what stands out about where AI might be going in retail is helping people be smarter on the back end to then meet demand on the front end, if that makes sense. Well,
0: it's just incredibly practical right? um, compared to, I think, some of the AI projects we see in other industries that often – retain that kind of sci-fi flavor of mm-hmm. AI that try to go for the big projects, the exciting you know, oh we're going to cure cancer with our AI. Right. It's like I mean, okay, yes, that'd be great, but <laughs> we did a whole segment on that previously and that was clearly a failure, it didn't really work out. What we see here is in retail they're really finding ways to bring AI into the back-end process, like you said. Mm -hmm. Warehouse management, ordering, uh, stocking, pricing, all these things that affect the bottom line and make their operations more efficient. And we're seeing big players like Walmart, like Target, have their own unique versions of AI integration. So for example, Walmart is using AI for automated shipment unloading technology Mm -hmm. to make the unloading process faster. Yeah, They're using robots to clean, they're using robots to restock shelves, And they're using AI-powered cameras to monitor theft at self-checkout counters. So a lot of bottom line affecting processes there from theft to warehouse management. At Target, you're actually seeing them use AI to help dictate employee tasks. So instead of necessarily having a manager have to change up the, I guess, flow of productivity for the day... There might be some tasks that are automated Mm -hmm. that the AI can tell, okay, we need to reprioritize who works on what right right now and kind of shift your, here's your schedule for the day, you need to be working on this right now. AI doing that instead of waiting for the human response there. Pretty interesting. They're also using AI to improve uh, shipment. They're also using AI, um, let's see here, to improve... Backroom automation to manage supply chain operations. I Mm -hmm. mean, all in all, it's pretty amazing stuff what they're doing. And it is effective. You're seeing it boost them in unexpected ways. In Q2, they both had unexpected growth due in some part to AI powering those operational efficiencies. So Walmart, you saw they had a 2.8% growth in same-store sales in Q2. Target had a 3.4% growth in comparable sales. And both of them said this was pretty unexpected. This is exceeded expectations. This is exciting news. And I don't think the effect of the AI can be discounted here. Um, I, I really think it's a sign that the small players need to start thinking, how can we make our processes more efficient because the big players are going to start mastering this technology soon.
1: Absolutely. Efficiency means more money, which means higher profits. Right. Which means paying your
0: employees better. Exactly. It means better aesthetics in your store. It means reinvesting that into product development and research. I mean, all that kind of bottom line uh, efficientizing. God, that's not a word. But (laughs) you know what I'm saying. The efficiency of, of raising that bottom line is always great. Absolutely. And so I think we're seeing AI do that. We're going to have to stay plugged in as more and more of that um, technology makes its way into larger players in retail. So yeah, we'll have to keep chatting on it later. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Fridays at 8am Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com.